Crystal Waters International Ministries welcomes you to Let the Word Drop podcast. Many long for a loving spiritual community with faith to move mountains. We are here to encourage, enlighten, and empower you with Christ's never-ending love so you can go and impact your world. Now, let the Word drop. Hello, everyone. Denise here. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today on Let the Word Drop. I hope you're all doing good. I'm going to look for your comments. Uh, Welcome if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, and if you're on my audio podcast, I bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I'm so grateful to be here with you today. You know, it's been interesting. I've been off for a while, so I'm kind of picking up the rhythm again. In January, I had such a busy schedule, and then uh, we had uh, two things happening. We had uh, 12 days of praise, and then we had, what do we have? (laughs) We had Send in the Prophets. That was a lot of fun um, and a lot of hard work, and uh, then I had other meetings in between. So I'm just kind of getting back into the rhythm of uh, daily, uh, well, weekly meetings with you guys online. I'm going to look in the comments and see if you're there. Please leave a comment. Share this broadcast. I think it'll be a blessing to you and to others who hear the word of God. I know there's a lot of broadcasts out there, but this has a a, a now word for you. And uh, you're on this broadcast because there is a now word for you. Dr. Sammy, God bless you. Amen. It's good to see you again. Amen. It's great to to be back and online. And I'm excited. We're going to be talking about David. Oh, David. David in the Bible. King David. Hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about prophets, the heart of a prophet. And um, I think we need to look at that because we all need that heart. That heart that David had is, you know, something the the enemy wants to steal right now. I see that over with everything that's happening worldwide. There's been a lot going on and a lot of people are hurting. And I know that they are, um, the enemy will use that to cloud their hearts, to see things through a smoky, dark filter, which causes them not to worship God. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Wow. You know, Prophets have big hearts, and we're the prophet over our own life. Whether you're called to the office of a prophet or if you are just uh, prophetic in nature, because we're all called to be that, according to uh, the book of Joel, Joel chapter 2, he talked about it that he poured out his spirit on all of us, and then we would prophesy and we would see dreams and visions and all these great things. God said we would do when the Holy Spirit was poured out. And so we have a heart. We're born of God. Our heart has been circumcised. And it's and it's in the hand of our Lord and King. Our heart is in the hand of our Lord and King. Man, have you thought about that? Wow. I look at that and I kind of go, man, I love it. I love having that type of a heart. And we can have that heart every single day. So I know you have a huge heart for the Lord. And, um, you know, we have this, this heartbeat that is tuned into the, to the Lord. It kind of, it's synchronized. It, we, we beat together with the Lord. It thump, 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 thump. You know, that sound you make, your heart makes that heartbeat 
is for God and for his will and for his plan and for his purposes and for the mighty things that God has for each and every one of us. And I don't know if your heart is, is gotten a little weary after looking at the news. I mean, I've looked at the news and it's like, okay, I'm shutting this off because I want my focus to be the Lord, not what's happening in the world. Do we need to know what's happening in the world? Sure we do. To pray, we're to watch and pray. Talked about that a lot. But also we need to um, be ready. Be ready to worship and praise God. And don't let it cloud our thinking. It will cloud our heart. It will cloud um, the way we perceive things. It will cloud the way we talk to people. And I notice people can be very, very cranky. You know, you get on Facebook, you go on YouTube, you get on places and you see uh, people have cranky hearts and they've become critical in their mind. If you go to a meeting or online at a meeting and all that you can do is criticize what wasn't perfect or wasn't done absolutely correctly, what happens is your heart is hardened. Your heart becomes hardened. When you're critical thinking, your heart becomes hardened. And when your heart becomes hardened, things don't go well. Oh, they don't go well. No, they don't. And I want to encourage you that uh, we need to take a look at this. And actually today, let's bring our hearts before the Lord. I'll bring my heart. You bring your heart before the Lord and say, Lord, here's my heart today. With this word, will you wash it in your love? Will you wash it in your compassion? Will you wash it in your mercy? Will you wash it in your truth? Will it? Will you wash it in everything that you are? Renew my heart, Lord. Oh, put a right thinking inside of me. I want to have a tender, gentle heart full of compassion and mercy and, and grace for my brothers and my sisters worldwide. I want that. You know, that's that's a heartbeat we want. Because when our heart is there, we're going to hear God better. We're going to see his visions better. We're going to understand better what God is saying to us. And it can get clouded. It can get cranky. Oh, I've... Um, you know, uh, we've all been there, including yours truly. And uh, any word I share with you, I share it from humility of understanding that God wants us to be tenderhearted towards one another. You know, I love the look, uh, book of uh, Colossians. It just talks about being tenderhearted. I like I like um, the word where it says that, you know, you, we put on the tender bowels of mercy. That word really hits me. It's like the tender bowels of mercy. Okay. Wow. That's like your innermost parts being dripping with mercy, dripping with mercy, your heart dripping with mercy, your heart dripping with grace, your heart dripping with God's love. Just it just oozes out of you. And when when you stay there, stay there. When you get there, stay there. Cherish that place. Cherish that place of um not only uh, into uh, love towards other people, but it starts with our love towards our God. And and David had a heart. He had a huge heart. It was in tuned to what God loved and what God hated. Actually, it 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 was like fine tuned in. It was it was looking at those things, and um, oh, we have to look at those things. We have to look at those things and understand that um, God. God is looking at our heart today. You know, um, I was just 
I this week, can I tell you this week, everyone I've been mentoring, everyone I've been mentoring has been sharing kind words with me, sharing kind thoughts towards me of how God has used me in their life. And man, it really touched my heart. And I put a post up and I normally don't do it. I normally don't talk about those things because, you know, um, we give God all the glory because it's because of his grace and his love towards us that we can do anything. I mean, I can't even, you know, scratch my cheek here without the grace of God allowing me to do that. Every breath comes from him and he is my everything. But, you know, God knows... Um, I didn't realize how much it meant to have people um, say a kind word back to me and appreciate and value me. And I think that's, you know, I'm getting a little choked up here. Can I be real with you? Hallelujah. Can I be real with you? But we need God to do, to change our heart. And God will use you to do that very same thing, to change, to, to impact someone's heart. Not necessarily change it, but to impact it, to fill it, to touch it. And um, we need that. I noticed the other day there's been so much criticism of men and women of God. You know, we're, um, we're called to a higher calling. There's a higher standard. And we will be held accountable before God for what we do and what we do not do, what we say and what we do not say, how we treat people and um, how we live our life. Amen. Yes, the blood of Jesus washes us from all unrighteousness. However, humility is the greatest um, gift that you can have. And the surrendering of your heart towards uh, your brothers and sisters in love and compassion to serve them as, as Christ served the body and does serve the body even now and did when he walked on the earth. I, I just look at that and I, wow, wow. We need to have that heartbeat. And and, the, and we're going to take a look at that today. Amen. David had a heart after God. It, it said that in 1 Samuel 13, 14. Someone might want to put that in the notes. 1 Samuel 13, verse 14. It says, the Lord saw, sought for himself. The Lord was looking for himself. A man after his own heart. Someone. Someone after his own heart. I like that. And the Lord has commanded him to be prince over his people. You know, when God finds a man or a woman, man with a womb, oh, uh, we, we know that's talking about mankind, after his own heart, he determines to make him a prince over his people, to make him a prince over his people. Wow. So I ask you today, how is your heart doing? How are you doing out there? Man, there's been a lot of wickedness on there towards the prophets, to the men and women of God who've been, you know, doing their best. They're not perfect. None of us are. And if you expect perfection out of them, there's something wrong with your heart. I can just say that bluntly, that if your heart is hardened, if it's, you have a critical spirit, there's your heart needs to be washed and the precious blood of Jesus, washed with the water of his word, cleansed from all unrighteousness. And I see the Lord picking out some thorns out of people's heart, some woundings that have happened because um, people who were perfect have hurt you. 
He's, he's removing um, thorns out of your heart, uh, woundings, and God is healing that today. He is the balm of Gilead. Jesus is the balm of Gilead, and Jesus is here today to heal broken hearts, to heal wounds, to refresh hearts, to change lives, because if our heart is not right, everything goes wrong. Everything just doesn't seem to flow. There's no natural... Um, movement it 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 becomes stilted and 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 sort of jagged sort of like a a video that's gone wrong you know it just isn't help it isn't working so we have to look at those things and go wow wow um we need a heart after god amen amen hallelujah praise the lord praise god i see your comments good to see good to see you um, Brother Jeldy, amen. Hello, Sandra Don. Thank you for putting the word up there. Amen. Yeah, I like what you wrote. Accountable to God for words and actions. We are accountable, each and every one of us, but more so those who uh, who labor, who are in the fivefold. Who it's it's a high calling and it's not easy. So y'all need to pray for your man or woman of God, or those you, you listen to because. They need it. They need the prayer. They need you to intercede for them. You have power in your mouth. You're not, you're not. The fivefold is there to train you, not to lord over you. The fivefold is there to train you, to love you, to help you. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you pray, fire comes out of your mouth. When you pray with God's word, especially fire comes out of your mouth. When you, when you speak fire comes out of your mouth, he says, is not my word like a hammer. Is it not like a fire, a hammer that breaks the rocks, a fire that burns away the chaff, burns away the garbage of the enemy. When you speak God's word and it comes out of your mouth, it changes everything. So you have a mouth, you have a mouth that really makes a difference. Amen. But we got to make sure our heart is right. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, um, David was a worshiper. He loved the Lord and he praised God with his whole heart. He was always praising God. <laughs> but you know what? That got him in trouble. It got him in trouble with two people that I, I'm going to talk about just for a minute today. Got him in trouble with Saul and he got it in trouble with uh, Micah, his wife. Uh-oh. Got in trouble with his wife. Are you singing too loud in the shower? Are you worshiping God too loud and someone saying, I don't like this? Are you a cranky spouse? Uh-oh. What happens when you are a cranky spouse and the others are worshiping God and you become critical of their worship? You know what happens? Your, your heavens are going to be brass. In other words, God's, it's not going to go well with you. You know, David was worshiping. Let's look at this. David was worshiping the Lord. He does. Saul would get him in and get him to play the harp. And he'd play the harp and the presence of God would come into the place. When you praise God, that's what happens. God shows up big time in your life. And, and, and when you worship him, what happens is, the presence of God surrounds you and everyone knows it. It's like, Oh, look at that. And David was like that. And Saul didn't like it. 
I don't know if you've got a soul in your life who's going, I got to, I'm going to become a spear chucker and I'm going to throw some things at you just because you're way too happy. You've got way too much joy. How come you're so happy? How come you love the Lord? Why are you so excited? You know, all those things will block your blessings, will block your healing, will block your finances, will block your relationship, will block your business. A cranky heart towards God's people because they're God's people will block your blessings. And we can't do that. We can't do that. If you're wondering why there's some sticky healing stuff happening and it's not going away, could be because your heart has become hardened. And it could be the things of this world, you know, it could be a number of things. So we're going to kind of take a peek at that for a minute. Yeah. Cranky folks. Yeah. Cranky, cranky folks. I know I sound like a grandma right now. Cranky folks. You know, your, your nose is always out of joint. You're always looking for the worst, not the best. You're not b- believing the best. You're believing something's wrong. Amen. Instead of, if, if, for instance, you see, there's a difference between a false prophet and a real prophet. And the difference is the heart. A false pro- prophet can be bang on with the word, but it's about the heart. A real prophet has a heart towards God, the things of God. A prophet will take you towards Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You know, even in even in the uh, New Testament, we see that they uh, made some errors about what uh, Paul was on the ship and he said it was going to sink and uh, all would be lost. And then it, the angel came. I'm paraphrasing this really quickly the angel came and said um no none will be lost but the ship will be lost that was what was going to happen he had he had worded it wrong and the angel came and corrected him and so then paul said oh no this is what's going to happen and and so if it's in the bible and this happened a couple times even agabus had it wrong exactly how it was worded it was close wasn't right exactly how things were going to happen with the Jews and the Gentiles when Paul went to a city. I don't remember the name of the city, but I I can look it up for you. You can look it up. What I'm saying is it's the heart that matters, a heart that's after God, that beats after God, who only wants to do God's will. Hallelujah. That's what you're looking for. Amen. And if you have a critical heart, it will stop you for seeing the best in people. It'll stop you for receiving the best from people. It will stop you from um, doing God's best in your life. It just, it's like, oh, I liken it to uh, you have a nice ham sandwich and there's a little bit of uh, moldy um, cheese on the sandwich and you're going to bite into that a little bit of moldy cheese ruins the whole sandwich everything else might be great but if you got a cranky heart there's some moldy cheese in your sandwich that you need to take care of you need to get rid of it and get some fresh fresh awesome uh slice of cheese for your sandwich amen good morning kim good to see you online god bless you Glad you're listening in. Hey, Teresa, thank you for joining us. Yeah, so where are we at here? I kind of 
went off my notes. So I have to go back to my notes and see where we're at here. So, um, so Saul, Saul was cranky and like, I mean, he was a spear tucker and he was um, going to, uh, he was trying to kill David, you know, and there's some people online that I have seen acting that way and shame on you. Um, uh, God sees it and he sees your heart. And so we have to look at our own heart first, right? Uh, take the uh, plank out of your eye so you can take the splinter out of somebody else's eye. So we have to be watchful of, of those things. We have to be watchful of that. Praise God. Okay. So Micah, so we see in the Bible, Micah is his wife. What happens? Whew. Let me go there in the scriptures. I want to go there in the scriptures. Okay. Let me go there. I've got the, got the app here for the Bible. Okay. So, oh, it's Mikhail. Sorry, I forgot the L. Mikhail. I thought I was wrong there. Mikhail. Mikhail's there. And um, she's the daughter of Saul. She's like her daddy. Got a cranky little attitude. Uh-oh. And she saw her husband so excited. He got the ark. He was bringing it back. He was bringing it back with fear and trembling in his heart because he wanted to do it right. Because we so saw that um, they had tried to just take it any which way. And um, uh, it didn't go well. A fellow died. And I'm I'm doing this. I'm paraphrasing here. We can do a deep dive. I usually do that on Thursdays at our um, Bible study worship time, our service in Port Moody, actually. Uh, so looking at it, she says, this is what it says. When David returned home to bless his own family. See, he had been dancing before the Lord. He took off his, uh, his outer garments and he was dancing before the Lord. And he was, uh, he was just worshiping God with everything he had. So grateful that the ark was back. The ark was being brought back. And he went through this painstakingly detailed worship and praise and sacrifice before God to bring the ark home. And he was ecstatically involved in worship. He was just so, so happy. So happy. Hallelujah. Well, his wife was looking out the window going, what's going on here? What is going on her here? So when David returned, so this is 2 Samuel 6, verse 20. I'm reading from 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 20. Hallelujah. When David returned home to bless his own family, Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do. She didn't understand his heart. She was viewing life through that lens, that lens of, of pride, arrogance, I don't know, uh, jealousy, you name it. And David retorted to Michal. He said, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me. And I like this. They're having an argument. Who chose me above your father. <laughs> And all of his family he says, hey, I'm dancing before my God. He chose me. I'm worshiping him. I'm giving him glory. He chose me above your, your father and your family. Oh, oh my goodness. 
He appointed me as a leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrate before him. Hallelujah. Yes. And I am willing to look even more foolish than this, even to be humiliated in my own eyes. My gosh. But those servant girls you mentioned will indeed think I am distinguished. So Michal, the daughter of Saul, remained childless, childless, barren throughout her entire life. Now, the fruit of a, a cranky heart, a cranky heart, being a cranky folk, as uh, uh, Dr. Sammy saw, what happened? The fruit of that is barrenness. The fruit of crankiness, of critical heart, of, uh, I mean, Saul wanted to kill David. Mikhail was um, being scornful of her husband. Whoo! And nothing was working. She was barren her whole life. Saul was dethroned. You know, that's a big deal. I mean, that stops me. And uh, just look at that. Just look at that. Hallelujah. Do you ever go into a place? I used to, this happens to me all the time. I worship like a, <laughs> I worship like this years ago. Let me go. Let me go here. Years ago, I was in a service and all hell was breaking out in my family at that moment. It's good now. But at that time it was like, mm, not good. And I didn't feel like worshiping at all. In fact, you know, I, I didn't. And the Lord said to me, he said, Denise, if I was coming back tomorrow, how would you worship me today? And you know what? That stayed with me my whole life. Hallelujah. And I worship the Lord with all my heart, my mind, my soul, my strength. I worship him with everything I have. And um, I encourage people to do the same because this may be the day before he comes. This may, may be that moment before the Lord returns. This may be that time before Jesus comes back or we get raptured. Ooh, are we ready? Have we left this, you know, that's a time of worship. This is a time of exalting him in our life like never before. Our worship is huge. It's, our, it's all about relationship with the Lord. We, we praise him. We worship him. And we re remember the good things he's done for us. And if you're a new Christian and you're not sure about all of this, just ask someone around you who after service who's a real worshiper. Can you, can you talk to me about why you worship like that? They'll have some stories for you. They'll have some things that will be life-changing for you. Then you'll understand, why do you chase after God? Why are you a God chaser? Why do you love him so much? Why is your heart filled with such joy at what, um, at what I see you when we're worshiping? Your tears are running down your cheeks. Are you sad? Are you glad? Why? And oftentimes there's tears of joy and of gratitude and of love towards what God has done. What God has done. And God inhabits the praises of his people. When you do that, God shows up. Miracles happen. Now, we don't praise to get a miracle. 
you know, I'm going to praise him right now because I, I just want a miracle. You know, we praise him for who he is and what he has done and, and because we love him. And out of that, the serendipities of his presence, his greatness abounds. The serendipities, the, 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 the serendipities means the ups and downs, but the goodness of God, actually, the goodness of his, of his love, the uh, great, out of that grateful heart, the blessings flow. You know, if you only praise God or, you know, you came up to your, your mom or a relative and you go, oh, I really like you. Oh, you're so nice. Can I have a cookie? <laughs> Can I have 10 bucks? When your kids did that, you kind of went, sure. Here's your 10 bucks. Bye. And you felt used. But when your kids come and they're grateful and you love them and they love you back and it's real and it's a relationship, that's what God's looking for. That sweet spot, that sweet relationship. That's why we worship God, not to get. But there are there are blessings attached to, to that because God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Well, in worship, we're seeking him. We want to be in his presence. We just love to hang out with him. You know, on your, uh, David says, in my, in, when I'm in bed, when I'm lying on my bed at night, I like to think of your word and your precepts and your ideas. I want to, I want to think on those things. And uh, it's a relationship, right? It's a beautiful relationship with the Lord. I love it. I don't know if you if you can hear the birds singing outside. The birds are just singing just beautiful songs. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful. Listen, it's really important that you don't let the things of this world cloud your heart cloud your eyes, cloud your worship, cloud your praise, uh, make your heart heart hardened. Oh, we can't have a hardened heart. Can't have a hardened heart. Becomes a filter that filters over our whole life. You watch too much news, what happens is everything becomes clouded. And then that lens is like um, people who have diseases on their eyes. What happens is Everything is seen through that lens. You get a critical heart, a critical spirit, critical mind, and everything is gloomy and dark and miserable and dank. And, and it opens a door for the enemy to attack your life. Who needs that? Amen. Amen. You can hear the birds. Yes, it's wonderful. And um, I, I want you to know that you're loved so much by the Lord, and he's just looking for that intimate relationship like David had with him. He was a man after God's own heart. He was after the heart of God, and, and God loved him too. He wasn't perfect. He made mistakes, but he was God's prophet, and he was God's king. Hallelujah. He was. He was king, and he was a prophet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you're the prophet over your own life. I encourage you today to take some time to put on some music. And if you don't have some, get some YouTube. Great investment. Get some YouTube worship music going in your house. Get some new songs. 
you might be hearing old songs. You need to hear a new song and ask the Lord to put a song in your heart. Lord, put a song in my heart. Let me pray for you before we go today. Father, put a song in their heart. Put that word in their heart. Soften their hearts. Touch their lives. Refresh them. Invigorate them. Give them your goodness and your mercy, Lord. Hallelujah. Give them everything that you've got for them. Father, in the name of Jesus, soften that heart. Give them something that will change their life. Put that song in the morning. They wake up and there's a song just to sing it in their heart, just to sing it inside of them, Lord. Let them bounce through the day with your love. Yes, there's horrible things happening in the earth. Yes, there's garbage happening all around us. But Lord, give them a new song. Strengthen them for the joy of the Lord is their strength. Let joy come upon them. The song of the Lord come upon them. Hallelujah. Let the oil of joy be poured out over their life as never before. And in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, listen, I want to thank you for joining me today. It's I want to share my heart with you. And, um, you know, I try to do that on Wednesday, sometimes a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later. But I will just wait on the Lord and allow him to minister at that time when I'm able to come online. So I want to thank you for joining me today. Listen, um, I'm going to be going across Canada. I, better, I thought I'd better tell you about this. I'm going across Canada with Prophet Dwayne Sims, and it's called Dove's Eyes. And we want to go into Alberta and uh, Saskatchewan and, and British Columbia with this word. And we're going to be talking about the Lord's eyes and his heartbeat. You know, that's what it's all about. People need a refreshing after all this stuff that's happened. And we need to hear prophetically from the Lord, see, know, receive healing for our bodies. And uh, some people just need freedom too, freedom that only the Lord can bring. And we want to uh, invite you to come out I'm going to get some dates. I'm setting it up right now. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, our first stop it will be Lethbridge, I believe. And we're looking at doing that. I don't know. We'll just see what the Lord does. So look for us. There'll be more meetings. And I'm excited about that. Uh, it's going to be a great time. So listen, I bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. I love you. God loves you. And, you know, have fun this week. Have fun worshiping the Lord. I will see you next Wednesday. If I don't do a pop-up, God bless. Thank you for connecting to Let the Word Drop podcast with Denise Adams and Crystal Waters International Ministries. To learn more about us, including Crystal Waters Spiritual Institute, please go to our website, crystalwaters.ca. If you are enjoying our broadcasts, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts so that others would be able to enjoy them as well. We look forward to seeing you again on Let the Word Drop.